Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada News Magazine. On the broadcast today, Andrew Dis joins us. He's Chief Strategy Officer with Morello Gaming here for the whole show on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. Get into the Carson Valley Inn for cash and getaway giveaways. Cash and free play drawings every Thursday and Saturday with a $1,000 winner guaranteed each drawing night. And grand prize giveaways including $10,000 in cash are the ultimate Hawaiian vacation package guaranteed. It's the cash and getaway giveaways only at the Carson Valley Inn. The do-it-right guys at Nevada Heating have one mission. Your furnace breaks down today, we fix it today. Why freeze for days while your furnace is down when Nevada Heating can get the job done today and you can get warm again? For nearly 50 years, locally owned Nevada Heating has been getting the job done right. Call today at 323-5585 and we'll fix it today. That's 323-5585 or online at nevadaheating.com. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. It's the 10 million point break the bank giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Plus, win your share of 50,000 in cash. The 10 million point break the bank giveaways plus 50,000 in cash at Tamarack Casino. Now through February 25th, your good times are at Tamarack Casino. Nevada Newsmakers Studio is located at the headquarters of the Nevada Trucking Association. Motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we are delighted to welcome back to the program Andrew Diss. He is the Senior Vice President and Chief Strategy Officer for Morello Gaming, which is the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno and the Sahara Hotel Casino in Las Vegas. Um, welcome, sir. Um, you guys just hosted uh, the Governor's Inaugural Ball in Reno. Um, tell us about that and your thoughts um, on the new governor. Well, it's great to be back, Sam. And we had a great party over at the Grand Sierra to welcome Governor Lombardo uh, to Northern Nevada. There was about a thousand people that showed up, all political stripes, not just Republicans, lots of Democrats. The Attorney General was there, the State Treasurer was there. It was a really great turnout for him and uh, for the First Lady Donna. And, you know, I, I think being a, a Vegas person for most of his life, the governor has found that Northern Nevada has really embraced him and he's looking forward to spending a lot of time up here, not just at the mansion in Carson, but in Reno and in the rural areas as well. I was very impressed with uh, the bipartisan nature of the affair. It really was a party and it seemed like there was an energy there um, of positivity uh, going forward that it wasn't Republicans and Democrats, it was Let's all move forward. Yeah, and I think you've seen that reflected in some of his appointments and his holdovers in his administration. Um, you know, take for example his new chief of staff, Ben Kiekeffer. Ben is somebody who's widely respected by people on both sides of the aisle, and these other uh, appointments um, that he left people in place that were there from the Sisolak administration because he understands that you know, some of these people are doing a really good job and just because I'm, I'm new as governor doesn't mean I need to replace everybody. So I, I think that's a really 
positive signal that he's willing to work with everybody. And he's actually made that statement now on a couple of different occasions at the Grand Sierra uh, to crowds uh, that he obviously knows that there's a need to work across the aisle to get things done. So it doesn't look like he's just going to be the veto governor. Yeah, it's going to be essential too with Democratic control of the legislature. Obviously, they're, uh, they, the Democrats have two-thirds in the Assembly and they're one vote short of it in the Senate. And so that makes it that much more important to make sure that you know, they can find common ground and um, agree on issues that uh, move us forward in the Nevada way, as the new governor likes to say. Yes. Um, with Ben Kiekefer, um does anybody know the budget better than Ben Kiekefer? I, I don't think anybody does. And you look at who the deputy chief of staff is, it's Jim Wells. Jim was the budget director under former Governor Sandoval. So between Ben and Jim, uh, you just have a lot of knowledge that um, I, I think what you're going to see on the legislative side of things is a lot more reliance on staff because you have brand new chairs on the money committees in both the Assembly and the Senate. And I, I kind of think that that works to the advantage uh, of the governor in this situation. Um, also, we continue to see the fruits of term limits, and I don't say that necessarily positively, um, because every, every session now there's so many new faces, new people to get to know it makes it incredibly difficult. So they have to rely on not just staff, uh, but also the lobbyists. Yeah, you see it more so in the Assembly than you do in the Senate. A lot of the people in the Senate have moved up from the Assembly, so they've, they've had some seasoning already. Uh, but, you know, a, a big uh, heavy lift is going to fall on uh, Speaker Yeager's shoulders uh, to herd a lot of the new members in his caucus and to keep people on track. But you're absolutely right, more reliance on staff and um, term limits is one of those things. Personally, I feel like we have them and they're called elections. Um, and it hasn't served our state well, in my opinion. No, no, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, you know, Sig Rogich is a good friend and he and I just totally disagree on this one. Um, Steve Yeager, going to be an interesting speaker. Um, on a personal basis, I think he's a super nice guy. Um, and I think he's a reasonable person and reasonable people can disagree, obviously, but I think that disagreements may be more agreeable than disagreeable. Am I right in that take? Yeah, I, I think there's uh, an element and truth to that. And, and Steve has an interesting background because he came from the lobbying side. He was lobbying on behalf of the Public Defender's Office before he was ever elected to the Assembly. And, um, you know, he has that in common with former Speaker Frierson, who's now the uh, federal Steve, attorney for, yeah. the, for the state. Um, but Steve, he works well with everyone. I, I think um, he's well-liked by Republicans as well. Um, and it's going to be up to him to kind of moderate some of the tendencies that are going to come out of his caucus. Um, it, criminal justice reform. Um, we've had a lot of sheriffs and uh, DAs on the program. Um, and one of the biggest complaints from Chris Burke, uh, from Chris Burke, from Chris Hicks, uh, the Washoe County DA, was the cost of, of carrying out um, what was contained in the criminal justice reform. Um, Going to be interesting with now a former sheriff as the governor. Where do you think that that might head? I, I think Governor Lombardo knows the ins and outs of this issue intimately. He's spent his whole career um, protecting the people in this state, and there, there are going to be some opposing viewpoints. Um, you're going to have a, a lot of people who are going to be trying to change the system, and I think there's going to be some hesitancy. Um, I don't think what gets introduced is ultimately what you're going to see signed by the governor. There's going to have to be some give and take on whatever it looks like in the end. 
Um, and this governor seems to be more media friendly. I think I get the sense that we're going to see more of the governor than perhaps we've seen in the last four years. Yeah, I, and I think that's a product of, you know, the, the people around him, the people advising him. And the other thing I, I think that Governor Lombardo is going to be interested in is party building. Um, former Governor Brian Sandoval was very well liked, but he didn't do a lot to actually build the party up and set it up for success in the future. And I think you're going to see a strong focus of that from Governor Lombardo, and the media side of that is a big piece to that. All right, so you've brought up an interesting issue. So over the years, we've almost had two Republican parties. We've had this, the Republican parties that are official, and then we've had organizations who have run the candidates and done the fundraising and gotten people elected who are not necessarily part of that. Do you see some kind of joining together? You, you know, if they want success uh, across elections in Nevada, that they're going to have to out of necessity. But you also see it on the Democratic side as well. You saw a schism over the last couple of years where the party, um, the official party leadership was being helmed by kind of the, the left-wingers, the Bernie Sanders type of supporters, and you had the more establishment types uh, headed up by Senator Cortez Masso at this point, kind of splitting off, splitting resources and directing them in a very different way. So it, it is on both sides, but it, if you want success at the ballot box, there's gonna be, um, have people are gonna have to come together. Well, and, and both parties are gonna have to appeal to the independents as that group continues to grow in strength. Yeah, and you know, we're in the next two years, there's gonna be a redo of the ballot question we just saw on ranked choice voting in open primaries. And if that passes the second time, then that is how we are gonna run our elections from now on. And you would think that that would tend to favor more of the moderate candidates coming out and winning those elections. Okay, do you like ranked choice? I, the I the think, way it's portrayed right now? I, I think it's a good idea. I don't think five is the right number. Five seems like a lot to me. Maybe top three or top four to choose from. And um, there was a question on whether it violates the single subject rule. The Supreme Court settled that and said that the combination of open primaries and ranked choice is all a matter, they are different components of voting, but voting is that single subject. I attended those oral arguments in front of the Supreme Court and it was very interesting to listen to the reasoning on both sides. But ultimately, if it does lead as promised to you know, more moderate uh, form of government in this state, I think that's good for everybody. You don't want these wild swings one way or the other. Um, and you're seeing a lot of trade associations looking for moderate candidates, not necessarily with the philosophy of that organization, but just people that I think that they want to see that they can work with. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of these trade associations, they are not Democratic associations, they are not Republican associations, their members are all political stripes, and that's why it's reflected that way. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back lots more with Andrew Diss after this timeout. Get into the Carson Valley Inn for cash and getaway giveaways. Cash and free play drawings every Thursday and Saturday with a $1,000 winner guaranteed each drawing night. And grand prize giveaways including $10,000 in cash are the ultimate Hawaiian vacation package guaranteed. It's the cash and getaway giveaways only at the Carson Valley Inn. Early in the morning or throughout the night, Professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you. Safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators. From the exotic to the everyday. Trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. 
Trucking moves America forward. Pro Group Management specializes in providing industries with the necessary components to satisfy and exceed workers' comp requirements. Every business has unique needs and specific regulations. Pro Group Management stays ahead of the curve, providing up-to-date services to keep your industry in top form. Discover how we simplify your tasks, improve efficiency, and reduce expense to keep you moving in a positive direction. Pro Group Management. Workers' comp that works for you. Like a traditional handmade basket, retail is woven into the fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways. Jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over 1 in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail. R-A-N-N-V dot org. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com. Tollsdevelopment.com. It's the 10 million point break the bank giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Plus, win your share of 50,000 in cash. The 10 million point break the bank giveaways plus 50,000 in cash at Tamarack Casino. Now through February 25th, your good times are at Tamarack Casino. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Andrew Diss. He's the Senior Vice President and Chief Strategy Officer for Murillo Gaming. They run the Sahara Hotel in Las Vegas and the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. Um, do you see any slowdown? We hear all this talk of um, recession, but I'm not seeing it in the gaming industry. Uh, not counting the weather, right, Sam? It's right. The, the, these storms of been impacting a lot of our guests coming over from sure. the hill. But no, you're absolutely right. What we are seeing is bookings on our convention business are up year over year. Um, 2023 is probably gonna be our strongest year when it comes to the return of conventions. And we're very excited about that. Um, I just returned from Las Vegas last night and they have the World of Concrete convention going right. on and SHOT Show going on at the Sands Expo. That is bringing over 100,000 people midweek to Las Vegas, filling hotel rooms, filling restaurants. It's good for everybody. And we're coming off of a strong CES uh, just a couple of weeks ago in Las Vegas as well. So our outlook, we, we feel very good about it. People still have an appetite uh, to come to our properties. And you know we're just gonna keep our fingers crossed through the rest of the year. Um, convention business in Northern Nevada. Somebody told me um, that there's, there's a lot of convention business going on in the properties but not so much at the convention center. Is that the way you're hearing it? I, I think it's a mix. Um, the, the convention center, they've always done um, just a, a few of the, the very large conventions that we can't fill in our space and that our colleagues in the city can't fill up. Um, but it's, it's kind of always been that way in Reno. Um, you know, we, we did lose Safari Club. That was a big one that we had coming here for the last few years. But other than that, I don't really see a change in 
in the split between which shows have been going to the convention center and which ones are coming to the properties themselves? Um, still a lot of construction going on at the uh, Sahara in Las Vegas. Um, you've got 150 acres in northern Nevada. Uh, is there anything that you can share of uh, future prospects? We, we are... Uh, always looking at developing all of our lands. Um, we have the lake and we have the river. We have two nice natural features on that property that we are looking at utilizing, but um, I, not, not to tease you, but there are a few things in the works that we're just not ready to talk about yet. Okay, so basically what I should do is uh, book you at a date that you uh, tell me to come back when those announcements Absolutely. are ready. Um, Formula One. Now, the Sahara is not part of the route, but the whole of Las Vegas is going to go insane with this. It's, it's going to be great. I was just talking with Steve Hill, the head of LVCBA, yesterday about Formula One specifically. And um, it, it kind of makes you wonder why we haven't been doing it for years in Las Vegas already. It just makes so much sense. Um, I can't think, but aside from Monaco and going through the streets and the bends, um, there's not going to be anything more iconic in F1 than these cars coming around that corner in between Wynn and Palazzo and hitting that straightaway on Las Vegas Boulevard, tearing up the street 200 miles an hour. Um, I, I think it's going to be a huge success. I think it's going to be here to stay, and it's going to become one of the crown jewels in F1. Yeah, and, and of course, it's going to be held at night. Um, they're going to spend, what, $30 million just fixing the road up? Um, and then they've got to bolt down the manhole covers, yep. otherwise they fly off. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very exciting. It, it, it is, and just the sound itself and, and the feeling of being that close to those cars going that fast. Um, but, you know, F1 has experience with doing night races, some of their Middle Eastern races. It's so hot during the day, they have to do it at night. But what better venue than having Las Vegas Boulevard lit up at night and broadcasting that across the globe? Okay, so um, there's a million dollar package out there from Caesars. Um, is is uh, the Sahara looking to uh, put together an amazing bag? Or are you just seeing solid bookings already for that time period? We are, we are, and I think everybody's seeing solid bookings. It doesn't matter if you're along the race route or not. It's gonna bring so many people in that week leading up to Thanksgiving and it's gonna be a, a very good mix uh, of international spectators as well as domestic, and we're excited to increase that more international mix because you know over the last few years, those numbers have been down, and, and this event is really gonna help um, with that group. Uh, what was fascinating to me was in the last couple of weeks hearing that uh, Henderson Airport is gonna be tapped as a secondary airport for a time uh, because of so many uh, private jets coming in that they can't accommodate them all at Harry Reid Airport. Yeah, and we have seen that um, for a few instances in the past in Las Vegas. Uh, there were some Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor fights where it just brought in a lot of people and there was overflow at Harry Reid. Um, but interestingly enough, you are gonna see the start, this legislative session, um, Clark County is going to be seeking approval from the legislature to begin the design work for a brand new overflow airport closer to Prince. So Ivanpah. Yes, yes. And it's because we are very close to hitting the limit at, at Reed Airport on just how many people the city can bring in and get out in a timely manner. Okay, so how controversial is that going to be? Because you're talking, what, I believe 6,000 acres is uh, the land space. Um, I talked, and I'm not going to name names, but I talked to one county commissioner in Clark um, that is dead set against this um, because of the growth it will, will you know, 
the concern is that you're going to see housing all the way down, um, uh, you know, uh, Las Vegas Boulevard South, uh, all the way to the airport. And in fact, the, the original talk 20, 30 years ago was light rail between Ivanpah and Las Vegas. What do you think about that whole mix, potential controversy? I, I think they're thinking about all of it. One of the reasons that they are trying to set aside so many acres is because they want to build in a buffer from businesses and houses from the very beginning so that you don't run into lawsuits about noise from the planes from local homeowners once it's actually built. They're trying to take that off the board and eliminate it from the equation. And I know that they've already been talking to Brightline. Um, that's the high-speed rail right. project from California. Um, if that ever ends up happening, um, they are going to have a stop at the new airport, and then the final uh, termination is going to be um, closer to Las Vegas Boulevard South. Oh, it, that's already under discussion because that's news right there. It, it is. Um, it was part of a meeting yesterday, actually, where... Um, that, that was being discussed. So I, I do think that they're, they're thinking of the long range picture and they're planning for the new airport. The big fight is um, gonna happen between the carriers and which carriers are gonna have to you know, unload their passengers and land at, at Vonpah rather than at Reed and be closer to the Strip. Okay, so it won't just be freight moving out. No, and there's actually not as much freight as you would think that comes into Reed. It's mostly your FedEx and your UPS freight that comes in there. Um, Reed, Reed is the vast majority, it's, it's domestic air travel that's coming in and out of there. And that is a big portion of what's going to have to move um, to this new airport. I mean, I don't think if you've got light rail, um, you know, you look at uh, Denver and uh, the airport there, it's 25 minutes to get into downtown Denver and it's not that big of a deal. And that's driving. Um, it's not that big of a deal. I don't see it being a big deal. but I'm. Is it going to be low-cost carriers that are going to be pushed that way, or is that just a discussion topic at this point? It's it's going to have to be hashed out in the future. They don't know. I don't think they want to start those discussions yet because um, there are going to be some winners and losers in that. Boy, uh, the economic development uh, repercussions of that are going to be huge and positive. I mean, you, I, you look at what's going on at, at Harry Reid and you look at what's going on with the Reno Airport, I mean, people don't realize that they're as much about economic development as they are about airline travel. That, that's right. And it's all about how you pay for these big projects. Uh, but one of the interesting things that just happened a few year, days ago is our representative from Northern Nevada, Mark Amaday, um, was named one of the 12 Cardinals of the House of Representatives. The 12 Cardinals are the 12 subcommittee chairs on the Appropriations Committee that doles out all the money. And so arguably, the most influential member of Congress, taking into account the Senate and the House, is Mark Amaday from Northern Nevada because everybody needs money for a project and he is going to be in a prime position to bring some of that pork home to Nevada. Let's take a break here and absorb this. We'll be right back after this timeout. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to carsoncitygreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. 
Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suites. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Snorkel personnel lifts are engineered beyond the industry norm to an uncommon level of safety and durability and with an eye towards sustainability. They're also designed to be simple to operate and maintain. Snorkel, always at the cutting edge of progress. Brian Culpa Photography was born in the rolling hills of Massachusetts, and now he can help you experience the stunning beauty of Nevada in a whole new way through the power of flight. Flying has always been a passion for Brian, and at Brian Culpa Photography, he can make your imagination soar. Brian has the creative mind and tools to tell your unique story. Experience the bird's eye view at brianculpaphotography.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Andrew Diss. He is the Senior Vice President and Chief Strategy Officer for Murillo Gaming. So right next to the Sahara uh, is the Fountain Blue. And that thing looks like it's going to get finished here in the not-too-distant future. Um, how excited are you guys? Because there's obviously going to be a lot of traffic, foot traffic even, between the two properties. Yeah, extremely excited, Sam. And, and it looks like it's it's real this time. They just secured an additional $2 billion in financing from Goldman and a lot That's of real. other lenders. <laughs> it's real. So it's going to get done. They're shooting for the end of the year, and it's going to be a great benefit to us and the entire north end of the Strip. Um, and uh, were you surprised that the uh, Chilean billionaire uh, backed out of the old Riviera property by the convention center? I, I think a lot of those big projects that are not well underway, like Fontainebleau, are going to have a very hard time getting started in this high interest rate climate that we're seeing right now. You know what's stunning is, I mean, th th yes, the interest rates are high by comparison with a year and a half ago, but by comparison with historic interest rates, they're still pretty low. Yeah, that, that's, that's very true. Thank you, sir. Some, a lot of good news out of this show today. I really appreciate you being Thank here. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the valley from Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Each day, the Children's Advocacy Alliance partners with leaders, legislators, and families across Nevada to improve children's health, education, economic well-being, and safety. We recognize Nevada will be no better than the state of its children. Be a part of this change. Be a supporter of the Children's Advocacy Alliance. For more information, go to caanv.org. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com.
Southwest Specialties has been making the homes and businesses of Nevada beautiful for more than 20 years. Their experienced designers and craftsmen create the walkways, backyards, water features, and a variety of outdoor cooking areas that add curb appeal and value to your investment. Call today or visit them at their website and see how they can make your outdoor spaces special. Southwest Specialties, creative, distinctive, beautiful. Nevada Newsmaker Studio is located at the headquarters of the Nevada Trucking Association. Motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue. As always, you can watch Nevada Newsmakers 24 hours a day at NevadaNewsmakers.com. See you on the next show.